In old days, books were written by men of letters and read by the public. Nowadays, books are written by the public and read by nobody. Oscar Wilde. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lee Esses. We are going back to the same topic that we covered last episode of how to be a writer. The questions we're going to be answering today address how to be an author and how to handle some of the things that come with being an author. So our first question is, how do you deal with the negative review? Celebrate. Yes. I'll be honest. I don't trust a book. I don't trust a product unless I see at least one negative review on it because it tells me that people are actually buying it. People are actually reading it. I'm not going to agree with everybody. I take everybody's opinion with a grain of salt. But if I see someone who says they don't like it, I'm like, oh, so more than just this person's grandma have been reviewing it. My favorite approach is actually Ted Decker's approach, and he calls it his sandcastles approach. So as you're writing a book, you're building this sandcastle, and it's super cool, and you're learning about structure and this and that. You're having a great time. And then you hand it off to the publisher, and then you go build another sandcastle over there. And since you've learned from the first one, now you know that you want to put a red flag on top, and you're already working on this other sandcastle when somebody tries to stomp down the first one. Who cares? It's a sandcastle. I have a prettier sandcastle over here with a red flag on it. And so they can hate on that all you want. You've moved on. And honestly, if you have a book published, you are bounds further along in the process than so many other people. Even if it's just self-published, you published a book. Celebrate that fact. Accept that not everyone's going to like it. And that is okay. That means you've written to a specific audience and that person isn't in it and that's fine. They're allowed to not be in that audience. They're allowed to give you a negative review, but that means you've still succeeded as an author. So another question I hear a lot of people ask is, do you have a writing degree and is it worth it? Speaking as a college graduate with a degree in communications focusing on writing, no, you don't have to have one. And no, it's not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) The education can help you know those rules and learn them, but it's not necessary. A degree in English, a degree in writing does not make you an author. And no degree doesn't mean you aren't one. Yeah, looking back on all of the stuff that I learned in college and the stuff I learned about storytelling and about writing, there wasn't much, especially in the English category. I actually learned a lot more about storytelling and story structure from my theater classes. Your story, what you want to write, matters way more than that piece of paper that comes with a pile of debt. (laughs) Don't let anything, even a lack of something, stop you from writing. Quick quote from Kurt Vonnegut. It can be tremendously refreshing if a creator of literature has something on his mind other than the history of literature. Vonnegut had a degree in anthropology, not in writing, but he is a well-known writer, a well-known author. I don't think anybody thinks of Vonnegut and goes, anthropology. Yeah. John Grisham. He majored in accounting. J.K. Rowling did French. Michael Crichton. 
surprise, surprise, biological anthropology. Okay, that one makes sense. <laughs> that one applied to his writing a fair amount. <laughs> yeah, Jurassic Park. He used what he studied to write something. He didn't study writing. Another example is Robert Ludlum. He majored in drama. And some of the biggest names, especially from 1850 to about 1920, some of those big names that you think of, didn't have any college at all. The top of my list for that one is Ray Bradbury. He didn't believe in college because he thought it was a waste of time and money. I kind of say I agree in that case. Sorry. <laughs> no, I having a degree, I agree too. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Twain, no college degree. H.G. Wells, some of the best sci-fi writing out there. Definitely a trendsetter in the industry. Oh, yeah. And then Maya Angelou, who is a very well-known poet. So to answer the question, do you have to have a degree? No, you don't need one. Just write the story that you have in your heart. That does not mean stop learning. Please continue listening to the podcast. Continue growing as an author. What we're saying in this case is you don't need an official degree to tell you that you're worthy as an author. You are. I rule the world. I am telling you as our listener, you are worthy as an author. Go be free. Write what you want. Don't let anyone stop you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> the next question we're going to answer is how do I find and develop my voice as an author? This one's a really difficult one because the best thing you can do is keep writing. And I know when I started off initially, I really wanted to write well right away. I didn't find my voice until about my fifth book. But until then, I found an author that I loved and studied him. I emulated his writing style. And I looked at, okay, what makes this work for me? So if you are still struggling to find your voice as an author, figure out who you like to read. Read your favorite book by them three times in a row. You'll find something different in it every single time. Learn what tugged at your heartstrings, what you kind of wanted to skim over, and what words drew you into the page. Emulate that. Over time, as you write more, you will find what feels right for you. You will find your flow. Many, many published authors started by emulating their favorite authors. Started by saying, I really like this, so I'm going to use it. You can do the same thing. I'll be honest, I fashion a lot of my writing after Brandon Sanderson right now because he is a great author and I want to write like him. I don't want my books to be the same as his, but it is a good source of inspiration for me. And along the same lines, our next question is answered in a similar way. Question is, I find myself wanting to write song lyrics and then start wanting to write a book and then short stories, then poetry, then scripts. How do I focus on just one? Don't write what you want to write in that moment. If you're feeling that inspiration, if you're hearing that call of the muse to write a song and then a book and then a poem, do it. Follow the muse. Write what feels good to you. And this is one of those places where I'm going to draw a distinction between writer and author. As an author, everything I write is pretty much modern day. 
without any supernatural or magic or superpowers or anything like that. It's just a bunch of people using guns to kill each other. But everything I write spans so much more than that. What I'm writing right now is post-apocalyptic. The series I wrote over last winter is dark fantasy. I am writing everything that comes to mind and only publishing the stuff that is on brand. As an author, you do want to have a brand so people can come to you faithfully and understand this is what they're going to get every time. And eventually, five, six books in, you can kind of start to develop an an edge away from that. But especially initially, sticking to a brand is helpful. But that doesn't mean don't write anything else. It's part of finding your voice as well. The more you write, no matter what it is you're writing, the more you'll become familiar with writing and yourself. The more I write, the more I realize I really like writing bad guys. And I feel like my bad guys are much stronger than my good guys in most of my stories. I feel like that is my strength as an author. And yes, I discovered that when I was writing something I never intend to publish. But writing those bad guys has strengthened the stuff that I will publish also. So really, it comes down to the same thing that we tell you guys every episode. To find your voice, to write what you want to write, just write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 